it's really easy to get bogged down of what am I going to do? And am I making the right decision? And you live your life from now to graduating college with the next best step in front of you. And you graduate and there's no roadmap or right answer. And oftentimes it's hard to know what you're doing is quote unquote right. And that answer is not ever going to be there. It's what's right for you and your family and, you know, you personally. This is Wolfpack Career Chats, your favorite personal and professional development podcast. You will hear inspiring stories, people overcoming obstacles. This is Marcy Bullock, and I devote my life to helping other people figure out what to devote theirs to. Remember my top five P's. Stay present, trust the process, explore your path, release the pressure valve, and unleash your potential. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Wolfpack Career Chats. My name is Sari Paquette, and I am a sophomore studying business administration. Today, we are live in class with Megan Mansfield from Johnson Lambert. Megan, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm so happy the sun is shining today and we have warmer weather. How about you? Uh, The weather's amazing. It's finally warm again, finally feeling like spring. Hopefully summer's just around the corner. Yes, I'm hopeful. Yes. So we're going to start off with a question. Could you tell me a little bit about yourself and your job? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So my name's Megan Mansfield. I am the campus recruiting manager for Johnson Lambert, and we are a CPA firm. Uh, We have offices up and down the East Coast, anywhere from Vermont all the way to Jacksonville, Florida. Um, You can imagine the weather is much different in both of those locations today. Uh, But we have offices or we have clients that are nationwide. And so I work with all of our local offices to do the hiring for oftentimes interns and first year associates that are um, pursuing their CPA designation and want to be an audit tax or business advisory service one day. And I will have been with Johnson Lambert two years on April 1st. And prior to that, um, I was in campus recruiting for about four years with a financial planning company. That's awesome. So that kind of goes into the next question. Um, How did your journey look like from college to career? And how did you end up where you are now? Oh, gosh. So I actually was in, I would imagine, a class similar to this, um, where it was my internship class, actually. I think that's what it was, but it was career set up. Um, and we had a business etiquette dinner um, presentations where people like myself came in and talked. And um, after the class, I reached out to someone that worked at the company that I, the financial planning company that I started with, and she was the recruiter. And I wanted to know how she got started and what she did and how she networked. And we got coffee and there was a position opening up for a person to support training and development and recruitment, which were the two areas that I wanted to work in. And so I then networked with the campus recruiter that showed up to a business etiquette um, dinner and continued to follow up and started my career journey there. Um, And then four years into it, Johnson Lambert had an opportunity that was open. I constantly network. Um, I'm not looking to leave. I'm always happy where I am, but I think that you do a disservice if you're not constantly networking in your career. Um, I have conversations with people all the time. 
And um, that doesn't mean I'm ever going to leave Johnson Lambert or I want to, but I think that that's what opens opportunities for the future when you are ready. And so um, I had no intentions of leaving the financial planning company where I was. Johnson Lambert was a really good personal career move for me. And um, I thought it would be an awesome place for me to work. And so I made the move and here I am two years later and still loving it. That's awesome. In this class, we've touched about um, how important networking is. And obviously, you've said it's very important. So what is the biggest transition going from a student to a full-time job? What success did you attribute to your time in college? What was one of your biggest fears when entering the workforce? Yeah, that's a loaded question. Um, I I think networking is huge. I want to reiterate you saying that. And I know that Marcy um, it reiterates it all the time and, and how we've stayed connected. Um, you know, I would say I played college sports. Um, and so I think that anybody that's involved in campus activities or is just extremely involved, not only is going to help you stand out to a recruiter, but it's going to help you when you start working. Um, there's a lot of things that you have to prioritize and do when you go uh, to work. and. Um, I think that you have to learn how to find your voice and push back and speak up. And that can be hard because you're used to professors. Um, it's not really an option in college. It is, it is what it is. And, um, I think that has contributed a lot to my success, but it took me a long time to figure that out. And it was a fear, I guess I would say. Another thing that's, um, a challenge is just, going from having a lot of flexibility to an eight to five job where you're expected to be in front of your computer. And so I think that really thinking about what's important to you and what resonates with you um, when trying to make these job decisions is important. Um, Because I have a lot of flexibility and I still can do a lot of those things. uh, But I ask the right questions to be able to know that before going into it. That's awesome. So how's recruiting changed since the pandemic began? Oh, my goodness. So we are doing virtual career fairs and conversations with students just like we're doing today via Zoom. Um, We typically use Google Meet, but colleges use all different platforms. And you can imagine I have used, I'm pretty sure, every platform that exists from recruiting everywhere from Chicago to Vermont all the way to Jacksonville, Florida. Um, And so... We oftentimes are, you know, on different career fair platforms or interview platforms, but I would say that we're still moving forward in a very similar way, um, just virtually. And so we found a way to adapt and, um, you know, do this, even though that it, it's in front of a screen. And I think there's a lot of really beneficial things to this um, pandemic and the way that we're recruiting and the opportunity that it's provided for even me to be in several different locations. I couldn't be at the Vermont Career Fair and the William and Mary Career Fair and the Georgia State Career Fair all in the same day. But now I can be um, as long as they're different times. And so that's been a really cool thing uh, to be able to participate as a recruiter in more things versus sending our professional staff out into the field and them just reporting back to me. Yeah, that's awesome that you get to be more involved with it now. Yeah, it's been fun. So continuing with the recruitment, how important is LinkedIn with the hiring process? What's the most important thing you as a recruiter will look for on a LinkedIn? 
I really appreciate when uh, you can tell that people have used LinkedIn to network. Um, they've intentionally connected with people, uh, not just connected with anybody that's come across their platform. Um, I also like and appreciate when a student's resume is reflected within their LinkedIn platform. So um, bulleting your opportunities of what you've done, you know, in your LinkedIn. Um, it just eliminates one more step if I see your LinkedIn and, and can find everything that I typically would find on your resume, plus more potentially if your professor or your former boss has recommended you. Um, and it, it's just, you. it's easy to stand out and less time consuming for me, which also is more likely that I'm, I'm going to look further into who you are. That's good to know. What is a one of the biggest red flags that you've noticed as a recruiter when looking more into applicants for internships? That's a great question. You know, I think that it's always good to be a solid communicator. And um, that can be done through email. That can be done through the blurb of your application. That can be done via LinkedIn message. But I think that oftentimes um, missing details of the job application or misspelling my name or um, calling me by the wrong name or, you know, things like that definitely are red flags where it's like, well, this person most likely it could be a one off thing. And, and I'm um, considerate of that. Um, it could be that they don't pay attention to detail. Um, but I think oftentimes it's more concerning when students are involved within the university in some capacity or hobby or just different things outside of school um, that they find interest in and continue to bring joy to them as a person. That's also good to know, just being involved. I know I've been trying, it's hard during the pandemic, but just trying to get more involved in different clubs and activities. Um, so that's good to know when I start applying to internships. Yeah, and it helps you personally too, right? Because all of those opportunities are uh, allows you to network and know more people and those people know more people. And so um, as you go to job search, you're going to know more people to be connected with and, and provide you and point you in the right direction. So um, not only is it going to be beneficial to you and create a great college experience, um, and you know, it's going to set you up for success in the long run. Very true. Okay, what do you look for when hiring students for internships? And how does a student stand out when applying? So I think that a clean resume is so important. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard the statistic, but the average recruiter looks at a resume for seven seconds. So if you don't have, if you have a lot on your resume or it's hard to find, um, typically I want to know um, when the person's graduating, what they're majoring in, what their GPA was, and then I'm glancing at their experience and their involvement. And if they pass that test, of course, we're going to look um, more in depth. and that's about as long as, as we're looking to begin with, as you're sorting through, you know, a thousand applications a year, probably more than that. So, you know, I think it's important to have a clean and concise resume um, and being involved, having experience, all of that makes you stand out. What we're looking for in a candidate, as far as if I'm doing an interview, there's really four things that, you know, I find important. Um, one is professionalism. The second one is communication. 
The third one is technical aptitude, and that's really a student's ability to take what they've learned and apply it to future applications. So not necessarily what they know today, but their curiosity and ability to learn. Um, I did a webinar on, you know, just how to shine in a virtual recruitment world. And one of the things that I said was, um, you could have the most technical aptitude in the world. And if you're not a strong communicator to be able to get that message across, it's going to be really hard to get hired because without the communication to be able to articulate your ability to have technical aptitude or, you know, fulfill these job duties, they're never going to know. So I think that professionalism and communication is like the most important. Um, and then just an interest in where you're interviewing. Um, it's no secret that people that love talking about themselves and love when you're interested in them. And so um, you have a better chance of standing out to a recruiter or just anyone as a human being is if you're genuinely interested in working there and have um, thought out questions about them or their company uh, to learn more. That's good to know. You were saying how important those certain skills are when you're hiring students. Does having no previous experience um, harm them in the application process? Or do you think those skills are more important and more valuable? So that's a tricky question because I think that it depends upon what industry that you're in and who you're interviewing with. So I'm, I want to speak really cautiously there. Um, in the accounting world, recruiting is absolutely nut. And um, yes, we go into the with it the expectation that you know really students should have previous experience. Um, in my previous opportunity recruiting for a financial planning company, that didn't matter as much. We were looking for the skills of the candidate and could they complete those and all they really needed to be successful in that role. And that's all students really need to be successful in the role right now. We're just more confident in their future work performance if they've had that experience. Okay, that that really helps because I know I'm a sophomore starting to apply to internships and I personally don't know exactly what I want to do yet. So I've been, um, I haven't had any previous experience. That's good to know when I start looking into um, those jobs. Yeah. And I know this isn't a question, but intern, like I majored in business and was concentrating in marketing and did an internship for social media marketing. And I hated it. Like I absolutely did not like it. I do a lot of our social media for Johnson Lambert now. I think of a lot of the ideas with our marketing team, but I'm not the one to execute the day-to-day things of it. And I learned that's what I enjoyed from that internship. And if I hadn't have done that, I probably wouldn't be doing recruiting right now. And so I think that internships oftentimes tell you as much about what you don't want to do more so than maybe what you do want to do. Yeah, I've heard that they're very helpful in figuring it out and just getting that experience. Yeah. So we've had a couple um, questions from the class, and I'm going to ask them to unmute and so they can ask you their question. Um, So the first one is, Michaela, would you like to unmute and ask your question? Yeah. So one question I had was, what was the most valuable thing that you learned when you started in your career that you could give to seniors for advice when they're going to be starting their careers? a great question. Um, I'm glad you asked that. There is a woman that I really respect and admire. Her name's Stacey. And um, she walked past my office when I had just started. And um, a couple of women had gone on maternity leave. And I was filling in for several different roles. And she looked at me and said, the boundaries you set now will be the expectation of your work in the future. And 
that is important because when you go into the working world, you'll realize depending upon where you go that um, if you respond to an email at 10 o'clock at night and somebody needs you, their expectation following that is that you're going to respond at 10 o'clock at night or that you're going to work later. And so I think that it's really important to figure out what boundaries you're going to set for yourself personally in regards to your professional life and um that's been really helpful for me. That doesn't mean that I still don't work 10 o'clock at night or do things to catch up, but I'll schedule to send them out at eight o'clock in the morning. And I, I really try to keep my boundaries in the professional life to make sure that I have enough time in my personal life where I can thrive as a human um, to, to set me up for more success in my professional career. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. And Josh, do you want to unmute and ask your question? I wanted to ask, um, what specific aspects of this company did you think stand out specifically? There's two things that come to mind for me. One is the growth opportunity. Johnson Lambert's a regional public accounting firm. Um, we've grown and we continue to grow, uh, fast. And so I think that there's a lot of opportunity, um, within the company to grow and be successful. And the second one is our benefit. Um, <laughs> Johnson Lambert gives five weeks of paid vacation. We have half day Fridays in the summertime. Um, we give 16 hours, so two days of personal community service time that all of our employees can use whenever to contribute and give back. Plus, we give back as an office and financially. Um, we have a significant amount of workplace flexibility, and people are probably like, who cares? Now everybody does, but we did prior to Corona and, and the COVID-19, you know, workplace changes. So I think that, you know, for me, and I would imagine if you ask the majority of our people, that's what would come to mind for them. And then I never want to forget our culture. I think that we have a great culture of people that enjoy working together, which is also important. Okay. And I have one final question for you. So in the future, if you were to give yourself advice at this age, what would you give yourself? Like what is the best advice you could give yourself looking back? You know, I think this is something, a piece of advice that um, somebody's given to me previously and um, it still applies in my life now. And I think I would still continue to give myself this advice later on because it's easy to forget, uh, but work hard and put yourself in the position to provide yourself with the most opportunity. And I think um, this is so important, especially for this the, pe the audience of the people that I'm talking to right now, because it's really easy to get bogged down of what am I going to do? And am I making the right decision? And you live your life from now to graduating college with the next best step in front of you. And you graduate and there's no roadmap or right answer. And oftentimes it's hard to know if what you're doing is quote unquote right. And that answer is not ever going to be there. It's what's right for you and your family and, you know, you personally. And so I think that if you put your work hard enough to set yourself up where you have options, so you can go here, or here, or here, um, is the best thing you can do for yourself personally and professionally. And that's something I'm always continuing to remind myself is, is the steps I'm taking today setting me up for the most opportunity in the future. That's great advice. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I really enjoyed being here. I always love um, your class and uh, being on your podcast. And hopefully this is helpful for, for everyone that's able to listen.